This message is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Are you a gamer, streamer, podcaster, content creator, just a gym nut, looking for a boost of energy without the jitters or a crash? Then Dubby Energy is the way to go. No calories, no sugar, no fillers, no artificial colors. Just an energy drink packed with multiple vitamins and neurofactor. Go to www.w.gg to order your tub of Dubby Energy now and use promo code chaoticculture one to get 10% off your order. Now with that, let's get to the show. You are now tuned in to the Chaotic Culture Podcast. It's the KKP on your mother flipping airways. Hear the name ringing through the halls and the stairways. You were listening to a part that can segway. All the latest topics guaranteed to fill your headspace. It's a safe place to voice your opinion. Say what you feel just like you're a kid again. Kid to pro and friends. Black as a city and chaotic culture. That's the world we living in. So what's the word? Yo, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast, the pod where chaos rules and black culture is supreme. This podcast is also brought to you by Dubby Energy. Please be sure that you go to WEnergy.gg and use promo code chaoticculture one to get 10% off on your favorite Dubby Energy flavor. If you have not listened to the Chaotic Culture Podcast before, this podcast will deep dive into modern black culture and how gen z and millennials can navigate the crazy parts from finances music black home ownership sports hbcus anime wrestling if it encompasses black culture we are going to cover it live from the 75 i'm the host and the creator of the Culture podcast this is your boy ked the pro aka the calculating millennial aka the encore presentation now can i get an encore do you want more the 843 is me, but VA is where I stay. Always chaotic, never toxic most days. Back again once again with your favorite black culture highlights and black culture shenanigans. With me, of course, is the second first lady of the pod, Miss Sappy, if you would like to introduce yourself, ma'am. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Okay, perfect. What's up, y'all? Cool. It's your girl, Sappy. No, AKAs are hey, hey, hey. We got, if you know what time it is, you got a bomb episode for y'all, so just stay tuned. Indeed, indeed. And, of course, the co-pilot of the Cattle Culture Podcast, uh, Law. Please go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Law, a.k.a. Lawrence, a.k.a. Smurda. We'll be back at it again. Let's let's get get to this, this topic of the day. Indeed, indeed. Um first thing is first of course you know it's got to do a mental health check real quick um i will go first i will say that this week has not been the best if i'm just being brutally honest yeah it's more so still dealing with grief and it just kind of came in waves this week um also been having some reoccurring dreams some of them like formed in nightmares and some of them formed as like confusing messages uh i usually forget them afterwards but there's usually centralized like around one thing i would rather not talk about it on the pod but still it it, it has been very rough and very rough on the work week as well so it, it's just a lot um as of the time that we're recording this, we're actually recording this on friday uh and saturday uh is when we'll actually drop this episode but thursday i just kind of had a breakdown because you know i i had a moment where i thought about all four of my grandparents and i just kind of broke down so 
it happens, you know, it's, it's part of living and it's part of the, the grieving process. And in, I know that things are not going to be solved or things are not going to, uh, you know, he, you know, not going to heal like right away or immediately or things like that. Things are going to take time. It's just, you know, it's still relatively fresh and losing your, you know, a grandparent around December. So still navigating that. But other than that, you know, I'm still blessed. I'm still highly favored. I'm still here. You know, God is good all the time, and I'm thankful. So, um, how, how how's everybody else been doing? Uh, Sappy, if you want to talk a little bit, I've been doing pretty good until today. Uh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Everything man. has been good, and then my car wants to hit the cuckoo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up, Zuko? So, I am trying to get myself into a better place. Mm-hmm. Because now I got to think about financially how much I'm going to have to shell out for that. But you know what? We're not going to let that define us. We're going to have a great weekend. Okay. And we're going to be good. Right, Zuko? He knows what's up. Shout out to Zuko over here on stream. If you're watching, of course, the uh, the Patreon, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you will get to see uh, Zuko all up in uh, Sappy's face. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Law, man, how you been, bro? Uh, first off, I want to say happy Black History Month. Yes, indeed. Okay, um, just keep the black all the time. See, even Zuko did black. black. <laughs> <laughs> um, secondly, how have I been? Um, I think my phrase of the month is bend but don't break. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, January was hard, hard as fuck. Uh, if I can be quite frank, sorry for the, the f bomb, but yeah. January, uh, end of December, it has not been fun. It's been a rough one. And I've been doing my damnedest to stay in a positive mindset. But I'm pushing on. Um, if I sound winded, it's because I'm walking around at work. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just been a lot of working, trying not to stress, trying not to cry. Heavy on the try not to cry. Yeah. Um, for those listening, it is okay to cry. That's, that'd be yeah. some of the best sleep. <laughs> but, okay. Um, and wailing <laughs> moments, and you just be like, let me just go ahead and put my head on the pillow. <laughs> and you lay it down, and you get some good sleep, and then you feel sort of kind of refreshed. Yeah, go ahead and get that cry on. Do it in the shower. Get you some uh, eucalyptus. <laughs> Aromatherapy. <laughs> hey, you wanted something right there, brother. Be in tune with your feelings and your emotions so that you can thoroughly guide yourself throughout your emotional journey. Because bottling it all in ends up, you know, making things worse. But mentally, I have been, again, like I said, trying to keep myself in a good headspace because life has been life. I hear you, bro. Listen, I hear you, brother. Tell you, what I do is take a puzzle, a very, very hard puzzle, like one of them, like a thousand piece puzzles, and do mm-hmm. that shit. You're going to be so concentrated on how hard this puzzle is, your pain going to go away. 
No, Listen, I got y'all think I'm playing. I am going on with this one right now. Okay, shout out to the Thomas Kincaid brand because I love these and it's the best. The best, you know. I was thinking about getting one of those. Uh, in what's the where uh, word I'm looking for? Super duper uh, hard Lego puzzles or Lego. Uh, I want to do those, but they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. They're like three hundred dollars. Yeah. They'll have like a jazz club one, and I try to get that. The thing was like two hundred fifty dollars. I said I could spend that money in other places. Exactly, but I mean, they have a Captain America one, the uh, shield, mm. and you can hang it up on the wall. And I was like, I'm gonna do all the Marvel ones, and then I looked at the price point. And I was just like, hmm. I'm gonna put that off for later. (laughs) (laughs) That's that old money for Lego. Very much so. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't know if I got the patience to do to do a puzzle. However, uh, for my anime heads, y'all know I'm a Gundam head, so I did. I actually received the Gunpla not this past Christmas, but like the Christmas before. And I've honestly been like, you know what? I think I'm going to just start doing the, the Gundam kits again and just start building Gumplas because that will take my mind off things. Uh, because a, a, a thousand piece puzzle is, uh, I don't know. You got to have patience for one of them too because I'm like, I'd exactly. rather. Exactly. And it's going to last about like two weeks. Mm hmm. you good. And y'all, y'all better than me on the puzzles, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to get back into my Gumplas. It's, it's definitely going to put my attention on making that Gundam instead of everything else because good lord man it, it's as you said it'll it'll take your mind off uh, the bullshit if, if nothing else so that's definitely something I'm gonna get into I am also gonna probably purchase like a couple more as well just so I can keep my mind away from other things uh cause listen uh I as I was talking to law before I done got my W2s and I know it's tax season and people, some people might be looking forward to the tax return. I'm actually not because with the way that this tax law set up, yeah, but just the way that this tax law set up, I'm like, how much, like how many more deductions are going to come out? How much am I going to lose? And I, I don't know. I've made more than I've ever made with my current job, but it's like, I don't, I didn't feel it this year at all. So everything going up and shit but i that's just my personal experience i'm still gonna do it though but yeah that's that's yeah not looking forward to that but i'm gonna get it done anyway because i need the money i'm just saying hello Um, it's a lot it's fine i'm trying to tell you they're sitting here saying that uh taylor swift is pushing pushing the biden agenda bro we gotta even talk about taylor swift because they said they're saying that she's the pioneer for swag surfing. Are you serious? Hey, excuse what? the fuck out of my language, Lord. What in the hell? We're going to get into that. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So as we've all said before, again, happy Black History Month, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all already know what it is. We about everything black. We are all black. Blackity black, black, black. And we all, of course, support black So this episode, I will do the rundown to talk about all the black businesses and content creators and stuff that support this podcast and who have supported us uh, and who we have supported, of course. So you already know I'm coming back with that. But this is definitely a time for us to talk about the uh, other black people that we're going to have on this podcast as well, because this month uh, the goal is to interview two or three people who have businesses out there. So that way you can learn more about what they do 
And that way it could, might inspire you or somebody else to go out and do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? So please stay tuned for that. Our interview series is going to be coming back. And we definitely want to be sure that we highlight these young black professionals and young black entrepreneurs out there. So stay tuned. We got we got some something special for you. Uh, in the meantime, we definitely have to start on another somber note because one of one of the most prolific actors out there, Mr. Carl Weathers, has unfortunately passed away as of today. And if you're not familiar with Carl Weathers, the, the best thing that I can tell you is Rocky, that Apollo Creed. That's the easiest role to identify him as but i mean we could talk about uh we could we could talk about uh what's some, some of the stuff he's um, we could talk about star wars we can talk about predator uh we can talk about some of the other work he's done because it's, it's really just nameless how many stuff that he was a part of and we could talk about the fact that he was a, a former oakland raider the first time that they were in oakland it's it's really sad to see him go and he was only 76 and I, I kind of, when I heard that this today, I was like, oh man, because he was actually supposed to come to GalaxyCon in Richmond this year, and I was really looking forward to seeing him because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go because I know a lot of Star Wars actors are gonna be there, and to see that he's not, and to see that he left such a huge body of work film wise, is is just really sad to see. It really is. So um, rest in peace to Carl Weathers. Really, uh, my respects and prayers go out to his family and friends, um, especially John Carlo Esposito. I know he's re- I know he's really, really upset. Uh, I saw a tweet earlier of not of his, but someone, I guess, had tweeted a quote of his. And he just said he's completely heartbroken. So um, definitely rest in peace to Carl Weathers. Anybody got any comments before we uh, on, on the situation before we move on? I just wish his family um, uh, easy healing. Just say I don't want to say condolences because nobody really wants to hear my condolences. But um, I hope the family finds the much needed uh, peace that they need in this trying time. Indeed. Well, with with that in mind, I want to talk about something that's actually have has been trending for like the last week and it, it's it's been a minute since we talked about happenings within the culture and so it's it's about time that we actually talked about it because good lord did a lot happen within our culture but especially this one thing now i really kind of wanted to uh talk about standom because this actually kind of ties into the whole Taylor Swift thing too. So when it comes to like standom, it's okay to have your favorite artists. It's okay to support them. It's okay to go and see concerts, buy merch. It's okay to, you know, get autographs of them, things like that. But when you start to take a thing a little bit too far to the point where you're willing to break the law, just because somebody does not like your favorite, we got a problem. I will be the first to admit I love Kendrick Lamar, but I'll be damned if I'm going to go and dock somebody just because somebody else don't like him. I might be surprised and I might disagree and be like, hey, nah, that's, you know, I might say that their opinion is capped, but ain't no way I'm going to sit here and be like, how dare you talk about Kendrick? You know what? I'm going to dock your address and I'm going to have somebody come up to your crib and 
pretty much vandalize it. And I may send you on a one-way trip to God's mailbox because of that shit. I'm not doing that. And that's kind of the same thing, the same message that I kind of want to apply here because I haven't been doxxed by anybody yet. And I hope that nobody in this podcast has either. But I've seen people who were getting doxxed by the garbs because I refuse to call them by that actual name. And they literally, if you're doxing somebody and putting up their address and things like that and trying to ruin people's lives just because they talked about your favorite or they put your favorite on front street and made people realize that maybe your favorite is not a very good person, we have issues. There's a reason why Eminem's stand was such a big hit back then. Because, dude, y'all are obsessed. Some of the, some of y'all really base your whole lives around this particular artist. And I ref- again, y'all know, if y'all have been listening to this podcast, I refuse to call her by her artist's name. At this point, I'm just going to call her by her middle name, Tanya. Because I dare don't even want to say Onika because I'm just so disgusted That's with her action. Did you know her middle name? <laughs> I never knew that. Her name yes. is Tanya. <laughs> Onika Tanya Mirage Petty. Jesus Christ. Okay, Tanya. <laughs> okay, so, TT. I'm saying. <laughs> but, but. I just wanted to go off on that tangent a little bit because it's just like, it's really crazy. If you've been on social media and you've seen just the absolute vitriol that comes from the garbs in general, they are one of the worst fan base. We fan bases out there. We can talk about the beehive. We can talk about the Swifties, which we'll get to in a minute. We can talk about the, the Navy for Rihanna. We could talk about the little monsters for uh, Lady Gaga. We could talk about them. I don't know what Ariana Grande's fans are called. Uh, I, I I don't know. I just don't. But we could talk about all of them and how problematic some of them can be. But the, the garbs are the absolute worst fan base that I have seen on social media since this thing has been a thing. Swifties and, and, is crazy. I just want to say that. <laughs> oh, no, it, it really is crazy. I did not know that they were called that until like sometime last year. And I was like, oh, that's what they're called. Hmm, okay. Now, again, I'll get to Taylor Swift in a minute. But I just wanted to speak specifically on the ongoing beef between Megan Thee Stallion and Onika. If you want to even call it a beef. Tanya. <laughs> Tanya. Tanya, yes. I think for the episode, we just need to call her TT. <laughs> okay, what well, well, yeah, we can stick with that. We'll, we'll, we'll stick with TT. So, listen, I know that a lot of y'all have heard hiss. Y'all have had to at this point. And if you looked at the latest Spotify charts, hiss was actually the biggest debut of a female rap star on the platform with 10.28 million streams, probably more. But that's crazy and congratulations to megan like she really did the, her damn thing and i know that when cobra drop cobra was cool but this i was like oh oh shit she says she's not holding back she got bars for everybody what's good and You're i right, thoroughly enjoyed it. yeah i was like yo it really could be applied to anybody but if you really think about it her main targets were party Drake, uh, of course, excuse me, I almost said his rap name, Daystar Peterson. Uh, (laughs) 
Uh, who else does she take aim at? I, I believe Iggy. And, of course, TT. Now, she only had maybe one or two lines for TT. And granted, she didn't say anybody's Honestly, name. It was one line. It was it one really line. It really was. It, it, but I was talking about that. Or it was line. a setup in a in a, in a and a shot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, set up into the punch. There we go. Yeah, I and I and I had said maybe two lines because of the um the 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 ass shot uh line. So I was. But that like, could okay, be anybody, but, to be quite honest. It it, it could it could, but <laughs> we know specifically who's um you ain't gonna go there, but still. <laughs> still. Honestly, I say this because we don't know who she got beef with. You know, back door. You know what I'm saying? We know the mm-hmm. major beast, but we don't know. It might be to her best friend. She might get ass shots, and we don't know. Or her ex best friend. Oh yeah, she also had shots for Kelsey too, and, mm-hmm. and rightfully deserved. But I just have to say that we we all know about the um about the line that that caused an entire meltdown from TT, and I mean an entire meltdown. 48 hours. Just, for, it, it, 48 hours. 48 hours. I don't know how many Instagram lives. She done went live on Station Head like twice. It, it was nuts. I'm just sitting here like, and then the song that she dropped included stuff that she had already said in those lives. And I'm just sitting here like, what? What is going on the here? The punch now, lines didn't hit the same. Like, girl, we heard really this song already. Yeah, it's like, yo, I've heard this already. You said this. And there was maybe one or two clever lines within Bigfoot. M- maybe. But it's just crazy that that one bar caused that entire meltdown. Me- the the These hoes need not to worry about Megan. These, these hoes need to worry about Megan's law. It really just like, whoa. If you never what knew did what Megan Megan's say? law was. You said what? A hit dog? What did uh, Megan dog say? Whip. Hit dog mm-hmm. will, will holler. Okay. Because not <laughs> a name boy was did dropped. Kitty howl at the moon. <laughs> she she went full she went full fledged werewolf on that bitch. Excuse Baby girl was language. coarse at the end of that. <laughs> right. Lost her voice mm-hmm. and her rap skills. Uh, oh boy. I'm of the opinion that TT cannot make good diss songs and has not made a good diss song ever. You can make the argument about Stupid Ho, but I don't like Stupid Ho, but it had the girls bopping their heads, I guess. You can mm. maybe say something about No Frauds, but here's the thing. No Frauds was a good song, but it was, right. a ter- it was a terrible diss track, especially because it was a response to Sheether, and Sheether damn near obliterated her. It's like, yeah, dang, girl, you got Remy was was going blow for blow, and here you go, like you're not even going, you're not even jabbing her. You kind of just kind of slapping her on the wrist and shit, like eh, eh. that's kind of what no frauds was to me. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you got your arm out, and you you just like you play. That's that's what that is. You ain't even take a real like jab for you could have came with a haymaker, but a lot of the 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 guards will say, "Well, look what Remy's doing now, man. We don't give a fuck about what Remy doing right now. Who, who cares about their, rele- their relevancy? This is beef. This is about 
who got the best diss track. Don't know. Listen, because if it was like that, you could say that Jay-Z might have won the beef if you're talking about his relevancy versus Nas as far as money is concerned, as far as positioning is concerned. But nobody cares about that. When we talk about we, we talk about takeover and the response, ether. And we all know that ether is now considered the, the, the most legendary diss track of all time. Sans maybe hit him up or no Vaseline. I'm about to say hit him up. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that hit, came out. No Vaseline game. don't hit as much as that hit him up hit still currently hits today. Like I'll be mm. listening to No Vaseline. I'm like, ah, uh, for the time, yeah, that, that part was fired. But hit him up, like, sir, sickle cell? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he, he like, really. I, I got he, a question. I do have a What's question. Up? When it comes to this, this, this track, everyone say everything is out in the open. You can't get mad. But does parents cross the line? Deceased parents, do that, does that cross the line? I don't speak. I, I personally would not speak ill of the dead. But I know that when with beef there is a line that you, I is don't, there though. It, it, Thinking it of the diss tracks you've heard in the past. That I mean, mm. it's a good point because if we look at the story of Adidon, Pusha T went straight for uh for Forty, and about his sickness, and I'm like, granted, Forty is still alive, but he went low. He was like, okay. But the problem was that Drake mentioned his wife, and sometimes it's like, well, when you mention family members, whether they be alive or dead, it's like, okay, now you just kind of leave yourself open to whatever happens at this point. So the the issue with that is that technically Megan didn't say anything about Nikki's, and I said her name, she didn't <laughs> say anything about TT's TT. family per se, but Megan's law definitely was a was a hit towards that. Like, hey, you got a brother who is a a pedophile mm -hmm. and a husband who is a sexual offender. So that really kind of tells you the kind of men that you hang around and that you you know that you associate pacify. with, and right. Exactly. Because if you know about the history of TT's brother, when he was on trial, she was calling the, his uh, stepdaughter a liar and things like that and trying to say that she uh, was lying about the whole situation and, and things like that. They literally found semen in her underwear and in her from this dude. So it's like, Nikki, I, I'm sorry, I'm mad. I have to say it. Why you are an enabler at that point? You it's are like, the problem. <laughs> you are you are the problem, but you know what? People brush it off, but because you know what? Her brother is serving time, 25 to life. That's wild. Yeah, it's it's literally in fucking sane. And then with TT and her husband, uh, Mr. Kenneth Petty, yeah, he was young, maybe, but it's the fact that he still did it, and he still, because of Megan's Law, still has to register every time he moves. And the problem with that is that y'all have tried to get this. Um, I don't want to call it rescinded um, because I'm ranting at this point, but they've tried to get the sentencing, of course, appealed and tried to get everything changed around because they're trying to, I guess, coerce and expose his victim or his survivor as someone who wasn't telling the truth and things like that. And she got into it and started doing all of this bullshit. 
And you know what? They haven't found any means to grant the appeal because there's evidence that he still assaulted her. So guess what? Mr. Petty still has to register as a sex offender every time he moves. And now he's on probation because when y'all moved to Cali, he didn't register. So now he back on probation. It can't do. He really really not supposed to be like within 500 feet of a school. Mm-hmm. But there was a one there was one question that said that, you know, why could he be around his kid? And I'm like, well, it is his kid that they can you know, he can do that, but he can't be around really. And he's not really supposed to be around anybody else's. But still, it's just it's just so hilarious because that one bar really set Nikki off on a tangent. And she started talking about uh, Meg's, you know, deceased mother and telling her to conjure, conjure up her mother and whatnot. And I'm just sitting here like. What? I don't think anything Megan said warranted that kind of response. That's to answer your questions, Zappy. When it comes to beef, yeah, it may be no holds bar, but then it's like some lines don't warrant the response that they get. And I don't think Megan's law really warranted that response because Megan's mother unfortunately passed, and that was beyond Megan's control. Whereas TT actively chose to marry a sex offender <laughs> that you literally chose to do that and procreate with him. That was your choice. That's you wild had part the decision like, to you change let the world that. know that you with this man. <laughs> right. <laughs> you made that decision actively. Meg has no power or no control over how and when God decides to call his people home. She has no power over that whatsoever. You had the decision to do what you did. And you got to live you with that. You still chose to do life. it. Right. And you, and you still chose to do it. And you got to live with that for the rest of your life. Regardless, because you got a kid now with him. And now, granted, I'm keeping the kid out of this because the kid did not ask to be here. But still, you actively chose to defend your husband and your brother when you know good and damn well they guilty as shit. So I find it funny though. So like with the whole beef thing, um, nobody came at 50 when he was uh talking about Floyd Mayweather and his reading skills. <laughs> <laughs> there is supporting evidence that shows that what 50 Cent was saying. <laughs> wasn't too far off so let's just leave that one alone <laughs> so like i feel like when it comes to beef beef is beef like you can take it as far as you want to take it but you got to also stand that, on that evidence it was a little mountain mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta live with them choices and you know for me i'm just like well you know it things happen because as we said like we uh we hit them up Tupac really just wanted to like get at Biggie and at Diddy and all the bad boy and all all of the East Coast as much as he possibly could. Uh, if you read an article on it, they said that he came in here. He was just so angry when he recorded that shit like this man. It was like he wanted to burn down the whole studio at that point. And the producer was like, I'm glad to be a part of it, but I never want to experience something like that ever again. And rightfully so, because if you hear 
his tirade at the end, boy, Pac went in. And What's I that have video say, where that girl is pretending to be the background singer? And she keep looking like... <laughs> like, right, like, what? <laughs> Did he just talk about his mother? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> she over here jamming. He say something. She like, what the... <laughs> <Get> like, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that is the funniest diss track ever. It, it it really is. Let's continue. I'm sorry. I just that that vision just popped into my head. Yeah, but again, as as you say, beef is beef. You know, so when it comes to that, when you're beefing with somebody and you throw diss tracks on some somebody, you know, you you have to stand on business and you leave everything on the table and you leave yourself open to people, you know, attacking your family and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> that kind of reminds me of uh, a diss clip. That I heard from of all fucking people, Benzino, mm-hmm. who tried to go at Eminem. Eminem again. Yeah, and I'm just sitting here like, yes, Benzino, sir. why are why are you still attacking this dude? Y'all are both are you still over rapping? fifty at this point. What? What? Exactly. <laughs> and then here's the problem: Benzino tried this once and got slaughtered. So it's like, bro, why? What? Why? What purpose does that serve? In my opinion, it's like if you. Are beefing with somebody and they absolutely cook you, you gotta just chill out. Because... I think we should do a, a, a beef round table. I'm definitely not against it. Right, this track that would be fire. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we just uh like we go from I'll say because you don't want to have too How many, many times did he like... talk about someone's mother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We go from like 95 to shoot, I guess 2020. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm now saying? We gotta, we gotta have big foot up in that joint. Because <laughs> I got a lot to say. <laughs> I meant to show y'all. Look at the blanket I made. Hey. Hey. <laughs> But yeah, I'm <laughs> it's um it's wonderful. It's just really, it's, I'm it's gonna really say is, here's my little rant on that. Nikki. Now girl or TT, I'm sorry. Now honey, you know your bars gotta come a little bit harder, especially since you were talking all that trash for so long. If you got something to prove, you're gonna have to prove that a little bit harder, okay. And the crazy part about it is you talking about the new track that she dropped, all that talking that she was doing, just did promo for free. Mm-hmm. Like, you just made Shorty's record sales go up so they could be like, oh, let me see what she's talking about. I got Nikki acting all like this. And you just got, girl, free promo. And now she doing good. And now you yep. not. Like, we got to think smarter. You too grown for this. You just put a couple mil in her pocket. Uh, man, the streams is up. And now she's <laughs> on her masters. She making more mm-hmm. money. And based off of the drama that I'm hearing on the Twitters, it seems like you need money, Nikki. So I think you might want to... Sh- 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 you know what I'm saying? But that's just my tip <laughs> bit on that. Hey, nah, but you speaking facts. It's like, yeah, Nikki... TT, you got to you got to chill because I, as far as I know, you do not own your masters. And yes, 
Meg signed a terrible deal at first, but now she's an independent artist with a Warner Brothers distribution, and they were able to get her music and give it back to her. So, I mean, yeah. And the, the thing the is, is that exactly you got at least four albums. I don't know what uh matter of fact, let me go ahead and look so that way I'm not looked out to be a liar. Pink Friday 2, where what label was that released under? Was it still Young Money or was it released independently? I think that was still Young Money. Pink Friday 2? Yeah, I'm looking at Pink Friday 2. Let me go down. Okay, no, it's under Republic Records, a division of UNG Recordings. Oh, okay. So it's, it's under a different label. But the first four, Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded, Pink Print, and Queen are all under Young Money, which y'all know at the time was all under Cash Money, which was all under Universal Music Group. That I means they don't have cash money. <laughs> exactly. What did Pusha T say about multiple hands <laughs> in the song? The, the M's get data get excuse me. Let me say the correct lyric. The M's counting different when baby divides the pie. And then not to mention somebody else is touching the money. Well, if we can go back to Exodus 23 and 1, he was like, Hey, look, you signed by a dude that's under one label that's under another label, so and another another dude. So for your albums, you're not really making any real money. But yeah, apparently, according to the the Twitter streets, you, especially because uh, with that Ken Barbie line and Ken Ken Barbie the blogger was just like, yeah, your your tour now is basically you're touring for free because you spent all this money, and and basically almost went bankrupt of from I don't know if it was from the last tour or whatever, but pretty much this tour is collateral. You trying to get your funds back up because you owe Uncle Sam money. You got no room to talk, madam. Oh, and it's oh. tax season, y'all. So make sure y'all do y'all taxes because the IRS is not playing. Oh, they are not. They <laughs> are not. So uh, all I'm saying is that uh, TT better get her funds right because the IRS will be coming like, hey, we're here to repossess that um that, that plaque <laughs> you got up there hanging up on your wall. Oh, um, that, that baby's crib. We'll take that too. Uh, oh, yeah, that 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 Barbie chain looks real nice. Yeah, yeah, go, come off that. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, and that would be real petty for the petty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying, but petty we, for the petties. <laughs> we, we we talked about this whole situation between Meg and TT, and if you really want to know how it started, it really goes back to WAP. But Meg had made it clear that she wanted to make music with everybody. And so she didn't think that they had a problem after WAP dropped, but that that wasn't the case. So they clearly, after that song, you know, hit the charts and actually became a bigger hit than Hot Girl Summer. It was clear that, you know, they were not going to see eye to eye anymore. But either way, the music is a business. Yeah, it's it's a exactly. business, yo. Like people are looking How you at me mad business, that somebody business. gets a collab that makes them money. Hey, I, 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 it's that's, a business. That's the point. That's the if point. I, that's the like, definition of my, pocket watching. Granted, I understand it. Granted, I understand that she made a song with her supposed enemy, but at the end of the day, you act like you and Meg was best friends from since y'all was little, and then all of a sudden, here comes this girl, and she she decides to make a song with your enemy. It's it was never like that. 
there's it's no like, like loyalty to anybody. It's not like Meg was your best friend for so long and she has a certain loyalty to you. It is, I am an artist. Hey, someone decides to give me an opportunity to make a song with you. It's not, now that you made a song with me, you can't make a song with nobody else. First of all, what type of relationship is that in the industry? Because that just does not fly. If you make a song with somebody that I don't like, I'm gonna be like, cool. Hey, I don't like that person, but I see that your song is loving them up. Hey, yo, congratulations. Do what it do. Be cordial with you. Call it a day. See you at the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Any mature person would do that. It sounds but like alas, Mean Girls, honestly. It, it's giving very much Mean Girls. Yep. Regina George, burn book. That's what it's giving. <laughs> 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 like, you know they're making it point, a musical? It's been a musical. It's already out. Uh, it's a Broadway musical, it? and they just made it a movie. I haven't seen the movie. I haven't uh, seen a bootleg version of the Broadway musical. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even be t- taking trips to New York. So, mm, hey, hey. At the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, music is a business, and again, people are going to do what's best for them in their pockets and their notoriety and to get famous yo so that's just my opinion on that i think that tt really should not had have you know had this whole i guess breakdown because of one line at the same time as we said a hit dog will holler and the start of the disagreement between them was stupid to begin with but here we are ladies and gentlemen i think nick tt has an issue with being challenged and I don't think it sat right with her since this whole Cardi shit. And, and the, the thing is that TT has been on the top so long, at least within the, the 2010s when it comes to uh female hip hop that it's like, now that there's competition out there, it's like, Oh, okay. Well, maybe that should be a cue for you to step your game up. I was gonna ask, did you do you find this as like a fight for relevancy? I mean, it really shouldn't be because again, she's been at the top for so long, she doesn't have to fight to be relevant. She's got the fan base to support her to be where she needs to be. The problem is is that she's not alone anymore. Facts. It's it's not just TT, mm-hmm. it's not just the garbs. It's not just Pink Friday tours or anything Barbie related. You literally got heavy hitters who are still trying to, you know, be on the come up. You've got women who are there now, or at least have the the notoriety, but are slowly building their fan bases up. And then there's Megan, who came in swinging. I just feel like I feel like as a performer, you shouldn't be mad to have to share your spotlight. It's- especially if you're secure in your spotlight. Like, if you know I am that chick and I got it, then you are that chick and you got it. You ain't got to worry that another chick is coming. I'm like, hey, yo, girl, we doing this thing and keep it moving because you already have a fan base. You know you have supporters. So at the end of the day, people are going to support you regardless. They may also support somebody else, but the good thing about music is you don't have to listen to one song for the rest of your life. You are going Mm -hmm. to listen to multiple music you're going to listen to multiple genres. You're going to listen to multiple artists. And that's still okay. You're still supporting everybody that you like. 
and they are still getting support that they think that they need. So I feel like she's very insecure in, in the fact that she is no longer the only person. And that mindset mm-hmm. is kind of weird because that's not life. Right. And this fake accent that she be doing all the time be killing me. Like, I I don't understand. <laughs> Girl, please. Girl. It's giving multiple personalities. It's giving I I am insane. <laughs> yeah, it's giving coke. <laughs> it's giving. Get get off the drugs because apparently the street's been talking about some drug use, but I ain't gonna go there because I I can neither. Who on her team is enabling that? If it is true, I don't like I, rumors, but who on her team is doing it? If that's true, I you you got me because I know she ain't walking the streets trying to cop from somebody, so. Well, listen, if you're crazy enough to marry a sex offender, I'm pretty sure you're crazy <laughs> enough to do just about anything in, in life. So um, well, I would not be surprised if you find out she was doing, you know, a, l- a little bit of that uh, that white girl. But That book was so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just nuts. But you know, you know what I want to see? I do want to see if uh, any of the other females in hip-hop or other women in hip-hop are, are going to take issue with tt or if tt takes issue with them like on on the full front the way that tt has done this with megan now because well, i was gonna say lotto definitely posted and was just like you go girl and she um and meg responded back with the hearts so mm-hmm. I, mean... I listen it'd be crazy because if tt decides to go after lotto i'm like oh lotto about to whoop that ass Didn't they already had like a little thing and they had a back and forth. For a I don't know if they had diss songs at each know, other, but it was a Grammy's thing. Nah, a bit. I love her flow, so I would love to hear her yeah. do a diss, a diss track. Ooh, a Meg Lotto uh, collaboration? Yeah, it's possible. I'm surprised we didn't get it yet. Yeah, it, it is possible. Cardi, but yeah, I can be rapping with all the girlies. I love it. Yes. See, Cardi is an example of she she's willing to work with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's crazy because Cardi's not at the top, and she's still doing it. Mm-hmm. It's no, um. It, it just leaves the point of like, what is your excuse, Nikki? Like, there is no excuse. There is no game up. There is no excuse. Get your there phones is. up. Get your guns up. <laughs> right. I'm just so disappointed because I I was really hoping for a a good diss track and we really did not get that at least not from TT. I was expecting like some some heavy hitters but apparently it was like oh it's a it's a troll song or it's a it, it wasn't serious it's just a jab. I'm like since when do we take jabs and troll songs in beef or in nope. diss tracks? Since when was that acceptable? Like if anything, I, she hurt herself more than she helped herself. Exactly. It's it's crazy because I under I do know that there are songs that are used as bait, i.e. C Pusha T's infrared, which caused Drake to respond respond with W Freestyle, and then Pusha T dropped the story of Added on because mm. infrared was bait. I understand bait songs, but these little Whatever that was from TT was absolutely 100% pure unadulterated garbage. <laughs> That's just me. 
that's that's my opinion on it. It, it was trash. We heard the lyrics before. Not, a couple lines were clever. Everything else was like really. And then when it comes to beef, you gotta stop putting personalities in the TT. And I, I I know she will never hear this, but you need to come at her like you are like your full name, like Onika Tanya Mirage Petty, and you need to just go in the bar <laughs> in, in, the, in the booth and just spit. Stop adding these personalities to it because the way that you did that song is giving, as y'all said, is giving multiple personalities. It's giving Coke. It is like <laughs> you, you come on, like you literally can just be yourself and just go bar for bar and be like, yo, I'm about to drop like this heat and I'm about to start swinging. If you really bout it. But who knows? Mm. I, that's that's I'm, I'm gonna quit talking about it. I just want to get back to like toxic fandoms because yeah, the garbs are absolutely ridiculous in the Swifties as well as everybody's attention to Taylor Swift, especially with this whole the Super Bowl thing is really, really just um, it's really irked my nerves because and, and uh, how do I start this? I have no problems with Taylor Swift. I'm not a fan of her music. It's not for me, but I have no problems with Taylor Swift. Let me throw that out there. I don't pay attention to Swifty Twitter, so I have no idea how they are as a fan base. I know some of them are a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but I have no real experience with them, at least not see them do shit that the Barbs have done. And yet... Uh, this whole thing with the, the Super Bowl, um, I just wanted to say that when it comes to the Chiefs and watching Chiefs football, it's okay to show Taylor like every now and again, but it seemed like every time Travis Kelsey touched the ball, turn the cameras to Taylor, turn the cameras to Taylor, and immediately <laughs> would, would try to find Taylor Swift. Like every time he scored a touchdown, every time he caught the uh, caught a pass, it was like, find Taylor Swift. There she go. Cameras up. Cut. I'm like, it's so annoying and then of course it's the one time that swag surfing <laughs> no plays bullshit. at the chief stadium and everybody is doing it terribly and we see taylor swift doing swag surf i'm like oh here we go and shout out to our we, hbcu yes hbcu <laughs> because we're the ones who put it on the map okay exactly and still got it on the map it's just if it wasn't for what, HBCU homecoming or activity hour, swag surfing would not be what it is. And I just mm, need that hello. to be known. Because now folks is like, what's that new song that's coming out that everybody's doing the new dance craze? I'll be damned. HBCUs did that. It's on us. Thank you. And that's my TED yeah, Talk. Yeah, we, we've been doing this since 2009, folks. Maybe even sooner, like 2000, 2008? Or was it 2009 that song came out? Hang on. See, and they got me got me looking. Uh, but big, big shout out, of course, to uh Fast Life Youngsters who you know created the song, obviously. But it's just so crazy. 2009. Okay. It's just so crazy now that white people are catching on. And I saw a video of the Chiefs fans. I guess attempting to do it after they became the AFC champions. And I'm just like, Oh my God, why, why did I get subjected to this? This is, this, this is worse than cultural appropriation. This is just, this is at this point. It is, it is, uh, I'm trying to think of a, a, a good word 
to describe what that was because it was atrocious. Get them some so, rhythm classes. <laughs> please. Okay, so I just want to say that yeah, I no. Please, I don't want to say that we need to gatekeep this, but some things do need to be get, gatekeeped. And Swag Surfing is probably one of them. Because, yeah, I I refuse to go to... There are some white people that I've seen, you know, who know about the song and can, and can Swag Surf for real, for real. It's not a hard dance. It's really not. How hard is it to really just, like, go left to right with, with some damn swag in it? Go a little bit past shoulder width. Exactly. Bend at the knees. Stick your arms out and surf. Like egg, egg, it's it's really not that hard. <laughs> but then we got I saw some white folk doing like his hey ho, like this is hip hop parade. <laughs> like, ah, 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 ah. I was just like wow. I've never been so disgusted. It, it and it's crazy, yo. Please, please, y'all find some rhythm. Please find um, some swag. Please find some. Since we're on the, the topic of that, also we need to get keep talking. Because they, they do the most. Nah, there's one one um I don't know if it was Ohio State that did it. I was like, hold on now. Y'all might just got that to perform once, not to do it all the time. But they yes. had that. Because I mean LSU, they they've turned it into a whole thing and yeah, y'all get a chance. Just look up LSU playing talking. Yeah, um, when it comes to neck or talking about the side of your neck or talking, there are some schools that I'm like, with HBCUs, of course, that's going to be a staple 100%. But when it comes to some of these like white schools or these PWIs or even these Power Five schools, yeah. Now, LSU, I think they got, didn't they get banned from playing it because the fans would be like, that's that Tiger. Bitch, I'm like, what? Where did that come from? That part, but wow. <laughs> it's very yeah. Raunchy. They they were little like, suck that tiger dick, bitch. Pause. It, it's <laughs> it's just I'm like, yo, that is wild. Now like, wait, you... let's be honest. Let's be honest, because don't we got a couple of songs in our repertoire that we said some out of outland shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say I'll play you the fifth. <laughs> yeah, they are out there, especially with, with HBCUs. Like, the, you know, all right. Out there. But now I was gonna say exactly. in terms of like the cheers and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll never forget. We got in trouble for throw that ass. Oh man. Like, yeah, uh, because, you know, the cheerleaders at, at Hampton, shout out to uh, Blue Thunder, the, they have a cheer that they do with the drum line and with uh, the tuba section or the sousaphone section called Shake It. And Shake, you know, they say Shake It, Shake What y'all say? Shake D. But yes, we are vulgar. I'm not I'm not saying that. It's just... For that particular song, I'm like, yo, the, the song is already a shit talking song, but y'all, it just y'all just went crazy with it. But uh, I mean, that's just <laughs> that's just my point of view. But I, you would never expect like oh, oh, a a power five school with majority palm colored folk saying something like that. That was truly surprising. Hey, now, kid, that was a good catch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, hey, that's the, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I'm not going to sit here and say that LSU can't play it or like Ohio State can't play it. But there are some other bands that will attempt to play neck and it don't sound the same. And it just doesn't bring that same energy. Uh, University of South Carolina being one of them. And I hate to go against my Gamecocks, but like every time I hear them play it, I'm just kind of like, okay. Okay, like what's next? But if I hear somebody like, I'm just going to throw our rivals out there. If say that Norfolk State and South Carolina were playing each other and Norfolk State started playing neck, obviously I'm like, okay, Norfolk State got it because their version of neck would just be just about beat anybody's except for ours, in my opinion. For those who mm-hmm. don't know, we go to Hampton University or we went to Hampton University, graduated. I, it's just, you know, that's just my opinion on that. But in terms of gatekeeping, there are certain things within the culture that just need to be gatekeeped, and not everybody needs access to parts of our culture and parts of you know things that we do. And swag surfing is like one of those things where I just wish it wasn't appropriated the way that it was, uh, because now everybody's talking about it and talking about oh, what uh, what is this new? A dance that Taylor Swift and all the fans or chief fans are doing. What's this viral dance? I'm like, this dance has been around for f- 15 years now. What are we talking about? And it's kind of crazy saying that. I was like, yo, this song is 15 years old. But okay, I guess. Now, I did see a video that the Fly uh, Fast Life youngster said that they wouldn't mind if Taylor Swift uh, remixed the song. I'm like, well, yeah, of course they wouldn't mind. That would mean royalty checks for them. Hello, that's money. Um, we heard her 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 cover of um September by Earth Wind and Fire. So I don't think uh we would like for her to do that. Um, yeah. I think we have made a general consensus and we have decided that we will not offer her to make a cover of that song. Thank you. Please. Yeah. Thank I, you. I, I, yes, I, I'm 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 cool with that. But in any case, guys, we're not going to be here long. You know, I wanted to try and keep this at about an hour because a lot of us got things to do. Some of us got to cook. Some of us got to eat. Some of us got to work. But I just wanted to know what your opinion is of the whole situation between uh, TT and Megan Thee Stallion. How do you feel about toxic fan bases? Do you think that people are just doing the most at this point when it comes to their favorite artists? How do you respond when it comes to your favorite artists? Because in my opinion, it's okay to be a good fan. It is not okay to be a fan. It's not okay to stalk your favorites. It's not okay to do questionable things or suggest questionable things. In the name of that said fandom, it's definitely not okay for the artist to promote those questionable things and encourage those questionable things. Again, looking at you, Onika. TT. No, I I had to call her out on the government on that one. Like that one, I'm 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 gonna be a upset father at this one. Like, yo, no, you need to go to timeout for that shit. Sit over here, sitting here, encouraging fans to dox people into docs going to somebody's gravesite and vandalizing it man fuck all that shit 
excuse my language, but I'm just going to say it like this. When it comes to toxic fan bases, there is a line that you should not cross. And if anybody wants to try and dox me, trust me, I have no problem sending you to God's P.O. box. We can we can go there. <laughs> we can go there or Satan's P.O. box if you're not right with the Lord. I'm just going to leave it at that. So with that in mind, guys, just know that when it comes to fandoms, like, again, there's so much music out there for you to enjoy. And it's not just rap. We got so much R&B out there that's hidden. We got so much Afro uh, Afro beats that are out there. We got K-pop and J-pop that's out there. We got, shoot, we can even go back old school. Let's talk about Cheryl Lynn, how Encore is viral on TikTok. First of all, whoever gave her access to Twitter. <laughs> I see Cheryl. Yes. I see Cheryl has been on Twitter commenting on everybody's tweets. Yes. And I love that for her. I, I, love it. I absolutely love she it. She up there with, with Dion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out to Auntie Cheryl Lynn. We appreciate you, man. We really do. You've made okay, some and great, I respect, great music. I respect that Encore is finally getting this notarization, like it's notoriety again. Mm-hmm. Again. Because I used to have to fight in parties to have that song played because that was my jam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Family reunions, they used to be like, hey, play Encore. Okay. And people like, no. So now that it's popular again, and fo- I have to, I don't even have to ask and they play it. Okay. I get so excited because that's my jam. Okay. Hey, I hear that 100%. Yo, that is actually my favorite Cheryl Lynn song. She's got a, she's got a catalog, but I love Encore for more than one reason. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge for those who know who know. But <laughs> I, I've loved Encore even before then because it's like, I don't know. I had an experience with it where I was listening to it in college. And somebody had uh, played it during one of those long nights because I needed needed a boost of energy. And, of course, we were just like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to get up and dance. And they played this. And I was just like, oh, and I used to love it as a kid. But now hearing it with 18 and 19 year old ears, it's just like, yo, this song here a little different. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, that is that is uh, one of my. Favorites, and of course, we all know if you are a uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the, the Deltas use "Got to Be Real" as one of their stroll songs. Is that is that correct? Okay, yeah, I figured as much. So, yep, uh, that's that's what I wanted to say. But there's just so much music out there for you to enjoy. Like, don't just limit yourself in a box to to rap. I know we talk about it a lot because it's dominant in our culture right now but there's so much music out there go listen to some classical music go listen to some jazz like i was just listening to classical the other day go ahead go ahead phenomenal phenomenal that dude i've probably seen him the most ever in concert i think i've seen him like six six times in concert y'all if y'all ever get a chance to see him perform he always is inviting like somebody and the show is, if you get to catch him with Bilal, my God. Mm. 
My Shout God. out to my brother. Yeah. Shout out to him. Um, I definitely, I definitely want to uh, catch him. Like one of these days, I, I'm going to see him in concert, and I'm going He's to at the Kennedy myself. Center all the time in DC. Oh, say less. There all the time. Say less. Did you have another point that you wanted to make, Sappy? I didn't mean to like cut you off. Or was yeah. that the point? Oh yes. Speaking of jazz, I had the opportunity. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but Audra McDonald. She's like a huge Broadway artist. I got an opportunity to see her on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Damn, that lady got vocals for days. Mm. She's better than okay. your favorite artist. That's all I'm saying. Hey, say less. Like Jesus. Say less. I am. I I definitely want to open my uh my catalog up more to more jazz because I mean I took jazz in high school and it's like I got away from that so now I'm getting back to that and I just realized that you know jazz is really really relaxing and it's just it really puts you in like a a mood whether you cleaning or whether you just vibing like jazz is really really good music man and it's and it's black music no matter if who is playing whether it be a white person playing it or they could be from another country it don't matter jazz started with black people just like most music started with black people most modern music anyway but <laughs> yeah <laughs> he said all she said all she ain't lying she ain't lying but yes <laughs> i i personally want to get back into some more jazz and so There's I'm just I'm so many genres of jazz. That. Yes. I mean, we so can, it's, it's for everybody. Yeah. Big band, jazz fusion, uh, modern, uh, swing. Smooth if you're into that, jazz. smooth. Mm hmm. It's a lot. It is a lot. But anyway, guys, I think we've we've kept you too long again. I, I posed the question to you. Who are some of your favorite artists? Do they have a toxic fan base? Do you think that that toxic fan base kind of deters you from en enjoying the artist completely? Or are you a part of said toxic fan base and you just don't give a fuck? Like some of y'all garbs out there. Uh, and in my opinion, and I think it's the opinion of this podcast that you just need to, when it comes to toxic fan bases and toxic artists, there just needs to be a line that needs to be drawn. And of course, when it comes to that beef, well, the numbers don't the numbers speak for themselves. That's all I'm gonna say. The numbers speak for themselves. With that in mind, we are gonna go ahead and close out. Do you law or sappy have any closing arguments before I do this rundown real quick? No closing arguments. But I do have a comment. Yes, ma'am. If you haven't already, y'all need to get this book. This shit. It's good. Okay. And that's um, Sappy Reads for today. <laughs> got it. Now, for those who don't have the video podcast itself, what's the name of the book? Sappy? Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. So the book is <laughs> Out There Screaming by Jordan Peele. It's not by Jordan Peele, but it's edited by Jordan Peele. It's an anthology series of black writers who do horror stories. So it's about, um, let me see, let me see. It's about 12 or 13 stories. I've only gotten through the first two, but they've been good. So 
I, I know they can only get better. So it's called Out There Screaming, um, and it's edited by Jordan Peele, and it's an, it's an anthology of black horror. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Law, any comments, sir? If you're still there, sir. He might be working. In any case, what we will go ahead and do is do the rundown. And for those who are unfamiliar with the rundown, this is where we list all of the podcasts, content creators, artists, and businesses that have supported this podcast in more than one way or have been a part of this podcast in more than one way. So with our podcast shout-outs, of course, shout-out to Shogo High, which is, of course, a podcast that I'm a part of as well. That's the anime podcast that's held every other Friday on X slash Twitter Spaces. Shout-out to Inside the Mind of a Blurred, which is the other podcast that myself and Jay is on as well, as well as Steve, because Steve founded the podcast. So definitely shout-out to them. They could not be here today. Uh, but, yeah, shout-out to the gang at Inside the Mind of a Blurred. Uh, shout-out to Worst Gen Pod and Blanime Pod, and Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I am a Patreon subscriber to all three of these anime podcasts, and I just ask that you please be a Patreon subscriber to them as well. Shout out to the Truth and Transparency podcast with Brother X, the Culture Scientist, and Mr. Smith. Definitely shout out to Brother X. We just had him on here for our Dreamville episode. Shout out to the session with Jay and Trey. I'm not sure when they're coming back, but still shout out to them. A uh, big shout out to Kay Renee. And please be sure that you check out her novellas and the pen names that don't arose. It's so real with Raquel and Onaji. Dad needs to talk with Rob, the father of Ash. Analytical, where shit gets critical. Geeks Head Podcast. Anime Junkies, Three Weeds in a Podcast. Those Anime Girls. And shout out to The Commute. For Black Content Creators, of course, shout out to Black Anime with Aaron. HBCU Anime with Evan. Sundari with Erica. Cerberus Entertainment. Taddy Poodle. The Geechee Gamer. Icarus Metro Comics with my boy Calvin, Uptaku, Shelby with Simply Janine, Simply Baked, and Rose Less Traveled, Strange Keith with Idols to Icons, Toasty Marshmallow, Simone with By Simone Malcolm, Courtney with None of My Friends Watch Anime, and of course, Scuba Steve and Alpha with Blurred Mom Productions. For Black Artists, of course, shout out to our very own Nasa, who is currently taking a mental health break, Scoozy, Jack Union, Phil.me, the boy Ellis Quinn, RJ Stackhouse, our boy Quarter, Tyrone Leak Jr., Miss Ari Lachelle, Zach Hines, Miss Elena, and of course, our girl Zainab. And then for Black Business shoutouts, already paid by Dre, Fresh Nurse Righteous Minds by Timo, KSS Brand by Christina, Cream Cosmetics by Naima, Mind Over Money by Miss Tremaine, Studio Maho with Pat and Yen, shout out to Concept Moon, she Designs 2 with my girl Aaron, Black Magic and Lit Wands with my girls Lowen T, H4 Creative by Ms. Zenobia, Real Estate Stone by Meredith, Sold by Bell by Mariah, Good Vibes good vibes Only with Miss Nasa, Scrappy Sentiment with Sappy, and of course to our very first sponsor, Dubby Energy. Now with that, be sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the Chaotic Culture Podcast on your favorite DSP. Be sure that you subscribe to the Patreon for early access to the podcast and bonus episodes of the podcast and the video version of this podcast. You can subscribe at any of the four levels, whether it be $3, $5, $7, or 10 Either way, we still appreciate your support. You can follow us on Facebook at Chaotic Culture Podcast. You can also follow us on IG at Chaotic Culture Pod. 
and follow us on X slash Twitter at chaotic underscore culture. You can follow me, Ked the Pro, that's K3D the Pro on all social media. You can follow Law on IG at L.JR underscore 96 and on Twitter at Law 96 underscore. You can follow Sappy at Scraps 14 on all social media. You can follow Johnny at J Lee Trey on all social media. And you can follow Scuba Steve at Scuba Steve 1428 on all social media. This has been another edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. So until next time, folks, remember, embrace the culture, chaos rules. Be blessed. Be safe. God is love. And we out. Peace. One. It's the KKP on your mother flipping airways. Hear the name ringing through the halls and the stairways. You were listening to a part that can segue. All the latest topics guaranteed to fill your headspace. It's a safe place to voice your opinion. Say what you feel just like you're a kid again. Kid the pro and friends, black as obsidian. Chaotic culture, that's the world we living in. So what's the word? You are now tuned in to the Chaotic Culture Podcast.